Will luck be a lady from Monte Carlo Casino? It's R. Sinclair, episode 70. Hi, everybody. Welcome to R. Sinclair. I'm John. And I'm Aaron. And today, Aaron, we're going to be talking about Monte Carlo Casino. Mm. Now, Aaron, tell me about your first trip to the casino. Well, I worked at a casino, but Did I actually you? had been to one before that. Mm-hmm. First trip I ever had to a casino. Well, you know, I'm from New Jersey. So I'm sure well, okay. I've been in casinos. At what before. age at what age did you move to West Virginia from New Jersey? I was five, I think. There's probably not a here. whole lot of Atlantic City boardwalk time. In well, I would, no, I did spend, we were there. I, rem, I do have distinct memories of it, but I don't think I actually was in a casino. So mm-hmm. I'm going to say the first time I went was for a wedding I went to in Las Vegas. And that would have been uh, right around 2001, I think, something like that, 2000. Uh, we, it, was, it was fun. It was myself, my brother, and our, our buddy. Our buddy went out there and dropped five large. Wow. Uh, on the trip, I believe. Was that rich? That yeah, was rich. And yeah. then I went out. See, I learned about the whole you get paid to gamble if you buy with drinks routine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I streamlined it. And I'm sure this is part of the appeal. I streamlined it. And because they had uh, blackjack video, blackjack built into the bar. Mm-hmm. And that way the booze could just come instantly. Right. And so I, I played that. I think I blew, I think oh, I blew everything I had. Five, mm-hmm. I think I blew 500 bucks. And I knew I was in trouble when I was p- drunk, and I was broke, and it was 11 a.m. of the first day I was there. I was like, that's not good. Now, my brother, you know, the Brent, yeah. uh, he studied up for a couple weeks when he mm-hmm. knew we were going, mm-hmm. and he learned all about, uh, I believe it was craps, is what it was his mm-hmm. game. Mm-hmm. And, and he went up, and he made enough money playing craps to pay for the whole trip. Wow. <laughs> so he's the Very only impressive. one that made any money. On that on that journey, uh, it's funny when I got to Vegas, I was excited. I'd be excited to go back, but I remember after being there for a couple of days, I couldn't wait to get the hell out of Vegas. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think a lot of people share that. You know, the excitement level definitely peaks early on, especially if you uh, if you bankrupt yourself early. Uh, my first time in a casino was also in Las Vegas. Um, I think I you know I, I I turned eighteen. I was able to go to the dog track, but I believe at that time. The dog track had not yet gotten table games. Yeah. It, was, it was still just the track. Yeah. Um, and so uh, I went to uh, Las Vegas in 2003 for the Classic Gaming Expo that was held there. So oh, I had yes. ulterior yeah. motives for going. It wasn't just for gambling. But uh, it was neat because I didn't see any of the places that you think about when you think about modern Vegas, like the MGM Grand or Luxor or anything. We stayed yeah. on the Strip. The Strip is, you know, like the old, old sort of like, quasi shady part of town we stayed yeah. in a hotel called the fitzgerald and uh but it was great i mean you know i've been to lots of casinos since then um of course been to the our local casino in cross lanes my brother got married at lake tahoe and then, of course you go over to the Nevada side of lake tahoe there's casinos there i've been to the greenbrier casino those are all horrible the thing that's great about vegas casinos is that they're just they're humming with energy wherever you go and, you know, it's hot. You come in from the hot weather. You go into this. It's nice and cool in there. And the, like you said, the comps are unbeatable in terms of like people giving you free drinks, free food, coupons for the buffet, stuff like that, because there's yeah. so much competition. Everybody wants you gambling in their establishment. Yeah, I, uh, you know, 
that and the food is great. The the buffets, mm. of course, that those things are super expensive most of the time. But uh, uh, you know the 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 flip side of it is, and like I said, I worked when you know West Virginia. This is we might as well tell this because it's sort of funny. West Virginia had a were very strict. Uh, no gambling policies that were intertwined into the basis of our government here. Mm-hmm. And so to get around that, because they wanted, they, West Virginia was desperately in, in need of money. And so to get around it, they 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 wanted slot machines. They got dog tracks in here and, and horse tracks, but they wanted slot machines. And so they called them, they'd already passed the lottery, and that barely got passed. And so they called them lottery machines. They didn't call them <laughs> slot machines, and that's how they ended up getting the slot machines in the state. And once you got slot machines in here, eventually uh, you got card games and table games and the whole nine yards. So we've got several full blown casinos and one within about fifteen minutes of us where I worked. And working there is very depressing uh, because you are on the inside and you see people just getting just taking a bath. The worst thing was when I used to work Friday mornings and I would be there when they opened the doors and you would just see hundreds of old people mm-hmm. coming in, in where they would all these different homes that they would bust them in mm-hmm. you know and they will sit there all day long and the amount of money they lose is astronomical to give you an example my i i worked for a guy uh in uh, at a computer store he owned a computer store. he was a millionaire and his mother had lost million over a million dollars in the casino i worked at wow. she had lost that much so you can you can lose it real quick uh, so you better have it to lose, Boat. That's pretty yeah, hard. Yeah. The comps ain't going to make up for the million bucks. And I will say that I am definitely not what you consider to be a gambler. I don't enjoy going to the casino. I like it when it's part of an overall experience. Like when yeah. you go to Vegas, you go there to see a show or two. Like I was there for the Classic Gaming Expo. And maybe you swing by the casino for an evening. That's but I'm right. definitely I'm definitely not the kind of person that seeks out gambling opportunities because it gives me a thrill. All it does is make me depressed because you know you you're you're going to lose sooner or later and um and uh and so but that you're going to lose unless you play Monte Carlo Casino. Everyone's a winner at how Monte do you Carlo think Casino. The, how do you think the dog track rates against Monte Carlo boat? Oh, I don't know. It's a close. It's a close thing. It's a shame that there isn't a dog track in the Monte Carlo Casino. That's the only it, thing that could have made it better. At least if you played the game, you could get better when you finally get there, Boat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So why don't we talk a little bit about Monte Carlo Casino, Aaron? This was an interesting title uh, that you picked this time around, Boatster. Uh, this one came out in '89. Did you realize it was that later release? I was kind of surprised. Not. That's a very late release for the, uh, for the spec. This was from uh, Codemasters, so we know you know who Codemasters is. Mm-hmm. Uh, this got uh, this will run on the forty eight K or the one twenty eight, and there's there is music in this, which I'm assuming that's usually the only difference in, in the two ver- versions. I'd say it's what it was. Uh, this was coded by a fellow named Peter Williamson, uh, who's done tons of stuff uh, for Codemaster. He amongst those. Uh, not on the ZX, but he worked on Micro Machines 2. In fact, several of the guys that worked on this worked on the Micro Machines series. Uh, the graphics were done by a fellow named Christopher Graham, and the music and sound effects were done by, guess who? David Whitaker. Yeah, back again. I, I noticed that. I noticed that. And there is a, there's a pretty catchy tune when you open this thing up. The title screen of this game is a is a cityscape. It almost looks like Macau or someplace like it, that. It's yeah. like on, 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 a, on a beachfront property. Or yeah, it, it could be Atlantic real, City, I guess. It, it looks awesome. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the colors, I mean, this is another example of what you can do with the Spectrum palette in terms yeah. of combining colors and dithering and in slight animations. And it really, it really gets you pumped up to get into the game when you see that title screen. 
I, I agree with you on that. And the, and the music, like Whitaker did a good job with the opening theme. But there's also, there are there are little ditties that, I mean, when I say that, I mean, very little, like little chimes mm-hmm. that play throughout the game. That Almost you hear, like when which, you're playing an old pinball machine. That's right, which he's responsible because he did the sound effects and the music on this. That was all him. But yeah, that, I, I like that opening screen. So what is uh, Monte Car- Carlo Casino? Well, it's a casino. This is just, just really, this is just a, a package of gambling games. That's all yeah. there is to this. And it's not even a, really uh, what I would call a, an advanced uh, suite of games. It's, they're pretty straightforward. And the gentleman is you You start with ten grand, and your object is to win as much money as you can. That's it. So just like real life, right? Uh, they give you five different uh, things to play. You can play them. There's no order. You just pick from a main menu of whichever game you want. Uh, and I guess we'll go over these one at a time, Boat. Uh, the first one I've got written here is the Million Dollar Fruit Machine. And yes. This is your standard old school slot machine but what'd you Mm -hmm. think of the old fruit machine this is the most disappointing game of the bunch yeah because uh you you don't have any uh you don't really have any control over anything um you basically you you uh you push the button to spin the wheels um and uh and and the wheels spin and you win or you don't uh each pull of the handle cost you a thousand bucks very expensive that made it me i very rarely i played it for the purposes of talking about it but i mean i thought to myself my god we had we had a big roller section even at the dog track Mm -hmm. but i mean none nothing in there's a grand a spin i mean i've never heard of that before that's insane now um now you know they could have made this one better the the fruit machine itself the 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 slot machine looks nice i mean It's a, the the reels are very big. There's a nice selection, but you need to have multiple. You need to be able to select multiple lines. Uh, where you know on a, on a on a, a normal uh you know slot machine, you could pick you know uh, multiple lines and have the more than three reels showing at a time. You need to be able to select you know the kind of you know you need to be able to adjust the amount you bet. I yes. really believe that this was just an afterthought. Now it does have a um. Uh, it, it does, like I said, it does have a payout table on the side. So, I mean, it is sort of realistic in that way. But by far, this is the the least impressive of the games. This is an old school style fruit machine. You know, the video fruit machines for the uh, ZX and for the C6, they're pretty popular. Just like slot machine, you know, virtual slot machines are pretty popular here. I've got a big suite of those for coin ops, mm-hmm. you know, that's which is modern. So people there, people enjoy... Uh, playing these, I will tell you, we you know we own a couple actual slot machines. Yeah, yeah. Boat, and I can tell you that's the least played thing ever in our arcade because <laughs> you you play those for so long and eventually you're just like, well, that's all there is to her. Mm-hmm. You know, there's not. It's not like that. Uh, uh, and these are much more interesting than this one. These play songs and maybe have a little video on it. This does nothing. Yeah. But this is just an old school fruit machine. I agree. It's okay if you could adjust how much money you're putting in. But a now, grand, a grand, a, a swing is out outrageous. Yeah. But. Now I will say that you know, in its in its defense, there is a nice animation of the handle coming down when when to spin the wheels, and when you do win, uh, when you do win money, the money flies out of the slot into your face, uh, and so that you know, at least they they have some graphical touches, uh, but uh, it's sort of a missed opportunity, I think. Yeah, I'd say you're I'd say you're right. And by the way, I do like the fact that they're. They worked in the Codemasters logo into the slot machine, so I'll give them, I'll give them an extra point for that. Right. <laughs> so, but yeah, that one uh, just I don't I just avoid that one. So the next thing I've got on the docket here is your old fashioned blackjack boat. 
Mm-hmm. Now, blackjack, everyone knows how to play blackjack. It's just like 21. You know, you go in there and you try to get the score, you know, and to, to win. Uh, this one lets you at least adjust what you're playing for. Yeah. Uh, uh, and you can knock it up higher or lower, and you can, and you can bet more as it goes. Now, let's, let's talk about the graphical flourishes of this one. So yeah. what you have here is you have four people seated at a table. Which yeah. is strange because there are only two hands of cards. Yeah. Uh, the other two people, I guess, are just board spectators. In yeah. fact, they look like board spectators. Um, your your dealer, his hand is animated as he flips you the card, almost like one of those old coin-operated banks where the yeah. hand, you put a coin in there and then, you know, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. there's a sudden movement. Um, the game progresses like you'd think Blackjack would. However, this, this was interesting to me because they use different terminology yeah. In 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 British gambling than they do in American gambling. So you you have you have these options. Uh you've got twist, which is to take another card without raising the stakes. You can buy up the stakes, or like what we'd say, we'd say we'd stand if yeah. we if we're if we're if we if we don't want any more cards. In England they say stick. I have heard stick. I was have you heard that, that one okay. that's the one I twist. I would say twist, I was not familiar with that term. Now, uh, uh, this is another this is a, a, another example of a game that they just they leave out all of the rules that would make it possibly interesting to play. So, of course, uh, they, you can double down an actual blackjack and actually have two hands of cards going. You can buy insurance uh, when there is a, an ace showing, I believe, whether you can buy an insurance yeah. or insurance pays two to one. Uh, and so these are things that almost any blackjack standalone blackjack program would provide. Uh, I believe even in the Leisure Suit Larry Casino, uh, you could do those things with blackjack. So this is uh, this is probably the biggest disappointment for me because uh, you know blackjack without those things is a pretty boring game. I agree. I agree too. I, I think they what they did here was just the bare minimum. I mean, listen, this. Uh, uh, this plays blackjack just like you would have played it on like the Intellivision or something. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, and you're right. A- after having the really awesome opening screen, this this is no great shakes. The big huge Codemaster logos. Listen, I gave him credit on the uh, slot. I'm not giving him credit for doubling up on that here. That's the most interesting thing you could come up with. Yeah. No, that stinks. So yeah. yeah. Now, now that much said, it just plays a normal game of blackjack. I played it for a while. You know what they should you know? have done in all of these table games. What you have is you have probably half of uh, you have like a quarter of the screen that's taken up by you and the dealer and the board spectators sitting at the table, and then the rest of the screen is totally black. You've got text on a black background with the Codemasters logos beside the illustrations. Yeah. What they should have done is made the background, at least part of the background, green and maybe put some, you know, some more graphics in there. Show some people. Yeah. They can just be static images of people at the slots or people sitting at tables. It would make you feel like you were sitting in a casino. I mean, even if you've, I, I mentioned it earlier, but if you've ever played cards on the, on the Intellivision, where it's got a guy that sits there and he sort of makes these th- like he has a talk balloon. Mm-hmm. He's he has a table. It's way more interesting looking than this, right? And more and more fun by by default, yeah. Uh, than this, so yeah, this was uh, not not the best uh, boaster. Now the next thing I got here on the docket is the old roulette wheel boat. Yeah. Now I don't know how much roulette you've played in your life, but I had to. I wasn't real familiar with the rules. I know you just basically are betting on numbers or letters or colors or odd or even stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, but the betting on this gets pretty complicated, doesn't it? 
Yeah, yeah. Well, you what you have to do is you choose your number, and then you also choose your odds. Yeah, and uh, and and of course, there are all kinds of side bets that you can place. Roulette is deceptively complicated. I mean, at the end of the day, they're just they're just spinning the wheel. But there right. are all kinds of various strategies that you can use to uh, to 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 choose. You know what you want to play. And I, to me, I mean, I'm not a roulette master, but I'm familiar with the rules, and I think that of all of the games. There, the roulette is probably the closest to, you know, the most fully featured of all the games. The problem is, is part of the fun of a roulette video game is watching the wheel spin, right? Mm-hmm. Now, you get to see the wheel spin here right. in a canned animation, but you don't get to see where the ball goes. The color, the, there's no colors on the wheel. You know, it's lame. I want to well, see the, I want to see, I don't, I don't want to hear the like, oh, they couldn't pull it off. Because if you look around the table, there's all kinds of different colored people there. There's the colors are correct on the on the side for the betting chart. I want to see I, the thing. I want to see the ball go into the thing. That's the whole point of playing roulette, man. Listen, I, I I disagree here. I think that you could not whatever you're envisioning could not be done on the spectrum. Bah. I'll tell you what you do get. I'll tell you what you do get. You get to see the ball go onto the wheel. You see the wheel spinning, and you see the ball bouncing around the wheel. When the wheel stops, you see the correct number and the you, you see what the piece of the wheel is that it's landed on in the top. So they graphically represent the portion of the wheel that it lands on. It's not as I, exciting to watch the ball bounce around in there, but that's what makes it fun. For I mean, me. could it have been better? I mean, of course it could have been yes. better, but I, I struggle to think that the Spectrum, especially because this is a 48K game, could have pulled off that kind of spinning color routine. I disagree. Okay. In fact, I've listen. Do, do they have a do they have a, a copy of Wheel of Fortune out for that Spectrum? I bet they do. It's the same freaking thing. Make it. I want to see the ball and the color. So for me, this was a uh, no dice on this. Okay, one. get it? No dice. I get it. And man. speaking of dice, let's go down to craps boat. Uh, this is the game that my brothers are real ace at, but I don't really know jack squat about. It. It's another one I had to look up the rules on. What do you think of craps boat? Yeah, so this is a game that I've tried to learn multiple times. It's a very complicated game, but apparently if you want to go to the casino and you want to make your money last for a long time, like, you know, at the end of the day, chances are you're going to walk away empty handed, but you just want to go hang out with other people and have fun. Uh, Craps is the game to play. You're basically you're betting on different outcomes that can happen before the uh, before the the thrower throws a seven or or if it throws. Boy, I'm going to screw this up. If you, if, uh, I believe that uh, if you, depending on what you bet on, it's if certain six, numbers are rolled, you win or you yeah. lose. Yeah, right. and so um, and the games can go on for a long time, and it's a multiplayer game. It's one of the few sort of like simultaneous multiplayer games in the casino where you've got people placing bets on every throw. You've got the thrower, but everybody else is making their own side bets on the outcome. One of my best friends from college, a former band director, he is now a craps dealer at the big casino in Cincinnati. And so I guess you don't call him a dealer, the craps master. He yeah. deals crap. Yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> what so, we do. <laughs> um, but he but he says that it's like for, for people, he says like if you're going to learn any game in the casino, learn craps because it's the most fun you can have at the casino. So I, I, I believe him. I just fully haven't fully mastered the rules yet. I, you know, I, 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 my brother was the, of the same opinion uh, when it comes to craps. Mm-hmm. And by the way, if you if you're watching at home, do you see a trend here? Is that see that boat? Now watch this. There's your 
They did. They used the exact same graphics, and they just removed the wheel and put it in a little craps folder. Yeah. So they recycled that lame. Mm-hmm. That's lame boat. I didn't even notice that before. But yeah, craps again. There's a lot of bidding opportunities now. According to the Moby guys that wrote up the little wiki thing on this, the this craps game uses the authentic rules of crap. Yeah. I couldn't tell you faux show because I'm not that familiar with craps. I did play this one a lot though because it, it felt sort of fun. Yeah, and you know, I mean, I'm, if you, like, uh, when I played this, I had the instructions open right next to me, and I'd be like, okay, you got, like, the different bets are, like, big six, big eight field bet, and I was like, all right, I'm going to try big eight this time. Yeah. So you you put your you put your chips on big eight, and then you bet that an eight is thrown before a seven, you know? Right. And so it's like, I basically, if you have a little cheat sheet with you, it can be a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. So that's pretty much the long, oh, no, we forgot one, the most important oh, yeah. one, right. And that is your poker. You got to have poker, Boat. That's right. Now, I do, I'd say I like me some poker. Mm-hmm. And much like Blackjack, this plays you a pretty basic game of poker. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, yeah this is your, your basic five-card draw poker game. And the, once again, they use the exact same. This is why you had four people at the blackjack table, Boat. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, but it's because, it, because they've used the exact same recycled screen for this. So the the minimum the minimum effort was put forth on this set of card games. Well, and, and no, the minimum game. effort would be to not have the guys on there at all and just have the cards on the screen. But you can't get away with that eight. But this came out in what was that, I say eighty nine? Well, yeah, that's mean, that's true. That's there true. are basic games that did that. Yeah. <laughs> so they put the Codemasters wasn't breaking the bank. When they put when they when they brought out the heavy guns to work on this because they, they didn't care. Mm-hmm. Now on the flip side of that, you know, the casino games are one of the first things ever done on any computer right. or console. Okay, right. it's been done way better than this. But I mean, ultimately, it plays. If you have a, a hankering to gamble and play and play and place bets and whatnot. This will do the job. I mean, it, it as, as a let's not simulator, forget, let's it's not okay. forget, Aaron. Let's not forget the uh, the manufactured suggested retail price of this game was two pounds ninety nine. I saw that. Yeah. So was, if, if you're if you're buying this thing thinking that you're going to take a virtual trip to an awesome casino, you know, you've paid three pounds for this thing. Uh, I think uh, this is an unpopular opinion. You know, I looked at the Discord reviews before. I don't think this is a bad game given the system that it's on and the price point that it's sold at. Well, I think that if you're a kid and you have a sort of a hankering to learn more about the wonderful world of adult entertainment and the gambling, you know, the, 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 the underbelly of the gambling scene, this could be a foot in the door. This could be one of the first steps that you make, you know, on, on the career towards, you know, extortion, shaking people down, being part of the mafia. I, well, I, I hey, listen. I'm going to disavow that. From, I don't want anybody to come after me. But here's the way I look at this: I don't see kids playing this boat because kids don't play these games. This is a dude. He had a Spectrum in like '83, right? Now it's and so now it's like five years later. So this guy's a t- teenager. He's in his early twenties or whatever. Mm-hmm. He's at he's in his basement. He probably can't afford to go to a casino or there's no gambling around. And he's like, well, I've still got the old ZX. You know, I never graduated for anything else. Let's 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 go out and get this three pound casino game for three pounds. It's I think the opening screen's probably worth three pounds. Yeah, you know. So it, if you, and the, also the cassette art looks pretty good too. Mm-hmm. So if if as far as that goes, you're getting. I think you are getting your three pounds 
right. uh, you know, it's funny. Entertainment. It's funny having have lived in England, and of, of course that automatically doesn't make me an expert in anything. But just from what I saw walking around town, yeah, you don't. I never really saw casinos <laughs> just sort of like driving around. But I would say that Britain, much more so than the United States, is a nation of more casual gambling. Like yeah. you see, like if you want to play a, a slot machine, there are designated places that you go to play slot machines in, in the United States. And they're not places that you want to hang out in. These are places that are basically shacks without any windows that uh, they have those big red stickers on them that say must be 21 or older to enter. Or you go to a proper casino. In well, England, yeah. any any pub that you walk into is going to have a fruit machine or two, and you could put a couple coins in there and, and try your luck. Uh, so not to mention that, but at the time, now this has recently changed, but you know, you can find um, you know, sports betting, sports books are literally on every corner in England on every corner, like physical locations where people are taking bets and, uh, and, and, and paying out lots of TVs and stuff in there. Hmm. You don't see that in the United States. You, you don't see that. You might see Kino in a bowling alley or something like that, but you don't see, you know, and I can't remember like Patty Power or some of those, you know, the big sports books uh, that are, uh, that you see literally everywhere you go. Now, because, you know, especially in the past two years, as online sports books have become illegal, as betting on sports in general has become legal outside of Nevada, um, you know, I would say that we've definitely shifted more towards that way. But for the longest time, you know, the gambling just wasn't a part of our culture for the mainstream part of society like it was in England. And I just wonder if this is sort of like their take on an American style casino. I, well, you got a good. It's I don't know. I don't know. And I will say, you know, gambling absolutely is more. This is the uh, the most it's ever been accepted, especially around here. I mean, you've got all these, like you said, you've got all these little places that have little. I used to eat at this place all the time. They had a little set, a little uh, place in the back that had crap loads of slot machines. You know, they're in mm -hmm. the back. Mm -hmm. You know, or there are some places they're like coffee shops. Oh, by the way, we serve right. coffee, but here's a crap load of slot machines. Uh. uh now, of course, if you're in Vegas, they've got them in the airports. They're beside the urinals. They're mm -hmm. everywhere. You taxi cab everywhere. Uh, so it's funny. I never really thought about the gambling situation in Europe, but it never really crossed my mind. I knew they had fruit machines. I didn't know if they had specific areas they were, but so that does. I never knew that. So you've enlightened me on that. Um, we should mention just for fun, boat. This also I mentioned this was also available uh, for a couple other systems. This came out in the Amstrad and the Commodore sixty four. I grabbed some footage of the C sixty four version of this, mm -hmm. and I will say it definitely I'm eager loses. To see this. It loses out in the title screen. I'll tell you oh that right gosh, now. Yeah, that's, that's a, total a that's waste. a real dud of a title yeah. screen on the C sixty four. But really, you know, at the end of the day, on this, if you're if you're going to have uh, one of these casino games, and you, I mean, you've got to do something with it. You know, and, and so there's what you're looking at. If you're watching at home, uh, the, the, I don't know which one do you think's better. Both? The spectrum. There's no question about it. Look at the detail on the faces. I mean, that looks like that. Those guys look like abominations. You, that's the done with horror <laughs> right there. On the left side, because of again, because of the fidelity, when you go with the the block, you know, some of the screen modes of the spectrum that yeah. allowed you to have so much more, so many more pixels to draw with. Uh, the spe it's you wouldn't think so, but yeah, I mean the spectrum version wins out in the looks department. For it's sure. it's good to know that they didn't 
They did not cut corners on the C64 version. Because if you if we move the footage up a little bit, look, it's the exact same picture <laughs> of that. That you know, the same board spectators cards, are there. You know, uh, and there they are back at the craps table. So apparently in Monte Carlo, you've got about ten people to gamble. That's it, and they're always <laughs> around. You know, uh, but otherwise it looks. I would say the uh, the ZX version more than holds up its end of the bargain. For what that's worth, yeah, uh, uh, you know it is what it is. But yeah, again, I'm assuming this was also a big time budget title on the uh, on the uh, uh, C64 as well. Uh, did you say we got some Discord action on this boaster? Yeah, yeah. I wasn't sure if there were any magazine reviews that you found. We or got if they, some. I'll let you go first. Away. Okay. Well, let me pull that up then. So we did get quite a few uh, uh, reviews on this game. Uh, we're going to start things off with the one and only Mitsuyama. And he says, Gambling games with no real money at stake are dull at the best of times, but this game just sucks. Each of the five games are flawed in some way. Roulette is perhaps the most accurate game as it allows you to place multiple bets of various values. Blackjack is okay, but does not have the options to split, double down, or buy insurance. And the dealer just keeps drawing until it either beats you or busts. Poker is just broken. If you bet all your money, go all in, then it just ends the game without playing out the hand. <laughs> Craps only <laughs> lets you place one bet at a time, and the slot machine is very basic. You just keep pressing enter, that's all. No holds, nudges, any other features. Overall, this is a very poor game. You'd be better off sticking your two ninety nine on a horse. One out of ten. Wow. Chris Folds <laughs> writes another triumphant find in the worst of the specy library. <laughs> I can just add, I, I can add just one flaw beyond what Mitsuyama listed. It seems that the odds are not correct as I could clean up every time. The graphics are bright and cheerful and the sound effects are ear piercing and the game is just dull. A waste of anyone's time and money. Two out of ten. Jed Byrne writes in the early days when most games were typed in for magazine casino games of chance were always popular. You would hit a key and the cards or dice would be drawn based on a randomly generated number. Then your money would go up or down. This game takes five of these basic listings, adds some bouncy music and simple animation, then does nothing else. The more <laughs> complex games, roulette and poker are just confusing, so you couldn't even use this to learn how to play. Codemaster's Fruit Machine Simulator was much more fun. I like the loading screen. Two out of ten. That's the thing. I wonder if they purposefully dumbed down their fruit machine just to plug their their other fruit machine simulator. I don't know, man. So, uh, and uh, Jigglebox is here with some fun facts about Monte Carlo. All right. uh, he says, Monte Carlo is actually a derivative of the Monte with a Y, Carlo, the beloved patriarch of the Monte clan, whose first casino success led to the area in which it was situated being renamed after him. His twin sons didn't go into the casino side of the business, but went their own ways with flying circuses and big bands, both becoming well-known in their own right. After their father sadly passed away, the two brothers planned a theme park to cover all three interests of the family. It was to be called the Full Monty, and would have also featured great cooked breakfasts and something for the ladies. Sadly, this never happened, but the name of the park has fondly fallen into common parlance. Interesting and undoubtedly true facts from Jigglebox. That is, how wacky. Uh Here's another true facts. I got one review on this boat. Okay, man. And believe it or not, Crash gave this an 84 in Almost a smash. Almost a crash Almost, smash. almost a smash. Uh, so, of course, this was 89. 
And I wonder when the <laughs> I wonder when Crash stopped producing. I know that the, the Spectrum faithful will say that you know ninety two was when they started to fall off the bandwagon, but I have a feeling that lots of other people had already started to move on to greener pastures by eighty nine. Yeah, well, I think we could both agree that this is basically a pedestrian casino game. Nothing more, nothing less. Uh, that is, that's all there is to it. There's not much left to say on that one, Boaster. Yeah, yeah. Well, we thank you all for listening to uh, this episode of Iris Sinclair. Uh, if you'd like to keep Iris Sinclair going, uh, you can support the show on Patreon, patreon.com slash Iris Sinclair. Uh, we are uh, we have a goal for to turn this show into a weekly show. If we can get to two hundred dollars a month on there, uh, our Sinclair will resume its weekly status, which would be fantastic because there are so many more great and horrible specky games out there to play um and you can be part you can be part of it just uh, head on over to patreon.com slash Sinclair. of course that also gives you access to our discord server where there are uh spectrum high score challenges going on right now we're playing miami cobra gt and of course you can leave us a review of the game that we're playing and we will be read that on the air so we want to thank all of our spectrum supporters including andrew Waite, eric nelson Captain Crispy, Laurent Giroux, Mark Downey, O'Brien's Retro and Vintage, Hermsky, Paul Harrington, Peter Mulholland, Chris Folds, Gary Heather, Jed Byrne, Mark Durham, Mitsuyama, Pixels at Dawn, and Seth Yates. Thank, Thank you, you guys so much for supporting Iris Sinclair. Now, this was my pick, Aaron. Have you chosen the game for next uh, the next edition of Iris Sinclair? Well, I may have something here, uh, Boat. Uh, I got this in the mail this week, uh, and it's from our good buddy, Rushi. Rushi, yes. And he sent something over. Now, this is a little bit out of our wheelhouse, but just a little bit, but I think we could work it in uh, with your kind uh, permission. Uh, and yes, here it is. Hot off the precious. This Hot is off a the game precious? Precious. Gone? Off the presses. This is a game that's just that's came out for the ZX Spectrum Next, Bo. We never, we never tackled the next before but we now have the ability to do so correct and that's why i mentioned it and here it is boat speed speed a brand new game uh from our good buddy rushi who sent this over uh complete uh, this is neat boat i've never had a game like this before that wasn't on the switch you've got your uh, sd card in there, yeah boaster and then you've got your uh, little full color manual this is a this looks every bit like something you would get on the on the uh, Wii. I mean, this is a they did a bang up job on this mm-hmm. uh, in terms of the packaging and stuff. I literally, boat. I tell, I kid you not when I say I know nothing about this game, except it it came on the highest recommendations from the Rooster. So if you feel right. froggy, why don't we give this one a whirl, boat? Let's do it, man. Let's do it. All right. I'm all in. Very good, but very good. So that's what we'll be playing next week. Speed, Speed or next time around. For the ZX Spectrum next. All right. Well, guys, thank you. Oh, and of course, I also want to remind everyone that we do stream our Sinclair live. Uh, now we're on a currently on a monthly schedule. We always I'll always tweet out whenever we're we're streaming. Um, but uh, you can join us live. We've got a pretty good crowd here in the chat. I'd like to give a shout out to them real quick before we go. We want to thank Duncan Styles, the one and only, for being our master moderator. And we've got Amiga Live with us, Atten, Beach Bum, Benny Cake, Bitstorm, Cobrian, Commander Root, Da Crabs MTG, Dave Velociraptor, Delamort78, Edvin Helen, Frodo NL, Jigglebox, 
Hamo One, Harry Longbone, I am Paul H, Boss Man <laughs> Represent, Level Lord, Jason Warns, Cool1978, Macintosh Librarian, Mitsuyama, Moriarty221, Mr. Cola, Paul Kitching, Picard2010, Rob O'Hara, Super Tech Boy, VNK, Vigoro Pros, Wide World of Retro, Wing Chun Wolf, and of course, Yanni Yak. Thank mm. you guys so much for hanging Thank out in you. the chat, contributing. Uh, we really enjoy seeing you here. Next time, we'll be back with Speed. Until then, rewind tape. And press play.